So I'm battling my very own worst enemy. That's me. I am currently lying down flat. I woke up this morning. I have a voice now. I didn't have a voice earlier. We're going to see how long it lasts. But when I woke up yesterday to get my son ready for school, I bounced up. I was bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, good to go. And then I woke up this morning and I wasn't so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Now, yesterday, I stayed in the bed because I was just doggone tired. I couldn't get up. My body wasn't working right. I got up. I put my neck collar on because I'm having a difficult time holding my neck up since I released the adhesions. My neck is just like a bobblehead. It's all over the place. And so I put my collar on. And as I was wearing it, I could feel that my neck was pulling forward. Like I was getting pressure in places that I shouldn't be getting pressure. And I stayed up way too long. Now the problem is I don't have the collapsing pain that I used to. That pain that would just pull me in and just take away every inch of my breath. I don't have that pain anymore since I got rid of those fascial adhesions. But my body still stops. So I'm my own worst enemy because I'm not hurting. I have no sign to tell me a a, a little trigger to go, oops, Christy, you're starting to hurt. You need to stop. Even then I wouldn't stop. But still, I'm I'm just a demon to myself. So I stayed up far too long. By the time it was you know, ready for me to sit down and eat with my husband. I I couldn't hardly chew. I could barely hold my head up. I exerted my energy doing that load of laundry, doing that last dish, trying to take care of my son, trying to do things so my husband wouldn't have to do it when he came home. I'm doing the things that I know I'm not supposed to do, and I can't. I I just feel like an idiot. I know months ago when I was introduced to postural restoration that I needed to dedicate myself to working on my posture and getting better, and I needed to do these certain exercises But just like every other PT I've had, I was given an exercise that took me down and set me back. I haven't done a a corrective exercise since because my body is just now getting back to accepting my pelvis being in the position it's supposed to be in and adapting to mobility that I didn't have before. Now, I've been getting a lot of messages and people asking me about, you know, my fascia and and when I started working on it and all that. And I've been very vocal about that. I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed, a lot overwhelmed, actually, because I didn't expect such a wonderful response 
from individuals. I just wanted a place to chat and a place to share because I felt so alone and I felt so lonely. And I've told my story about how I was introduced to fascial remodeling. And truthfully, I thought once I managed to get out of the wheelchair position, once I was able to start limiting my pain, I thought I'd kicked HEDS in the butt. I thought I was good to go. I've had this rude awakening for the past couple of months. My husband's like, every time you fix one thing, something comes back even worse. He said, I just, I've never in my life seen something like this. He said, but I know you'll figure it out. And that puts pressure on me because everybody knows I'm really stubborn and I'm bound and, and bound and determined to make a difference. And Jennifer's, you know, supportive and she's saying, you were almost in a wheelchair and a feeding tube. You figured out what to do. You'll figure out this fatigue and brain fog. So I've got that pressure on me. I can't believe people offering me support is putting pressure on me. I'm doing it to myself. I'm sitting here looking at my stack of papers wondering when am I going to get my head out of my derriere and do something about it. I had to cancel an interview and a pre-interview today because I couldn't talk. The fact that I can speak now just shows I, I, I guess I needed to rest. I'm having to lie down flat because my neck is just, it's doing its own thing. And I just thought, you know, once I started working on my fascia and getting relief, I'd be fixed. And I'm a little bummed that it's not. I need to be grateful for how far I've come. I was introduced to the Ashley Black Fascia Blaster Tools through my OT, who's now my fasciologist. She pretty much guinea pigged me used the fascia blasters and tried some things on me. It, well, it kind of went like this. She walked into my house because she was ordered by home health care to come into my home and measure me for a wheelchair. She said, do you know that you're hypermobile and do you know anything about EDS? By the way, every joint in your body is subluxed at some, to some extent. Would you like me to see if I can help you? Well, of course. No surgeries helped. No medicines helped. So she put my pelvis back into place. And then she said, may I try this modality on you? I said, sure. So she breaks out these tools and she places, you know, one on my skin. I don't know what she's doing. But for a few seconds, eight to 10 seconds, I have intense pain as she's applying pressure to my thigh. And then it goes away and I get a little bit of relief. Three weeks after that visit, the pain was horrific in my legs. It was horrible. The sheet, air blowing by my legs, anything made me hurt. I ached. I was in misery. 
after that three weeks, the pain was gone. I haven't had nerve pain since November 2021. So I asked her, do whatever you did on my thighs to the rest of me. (laughs) Just do it. So every week she would come and she would work on me. And she had worked on herself because she had been in a vehicle accident. She had brain damage and a knee injury that the doctors could only give her but so much relief on. So with her knowledge, she started using these tools on herself and was able to manipulate her own fascia. So she started working on me. It was so successful that she left home health care and opened up her own concierge business that now is a brick-and-mortar facility. She has over 100 patients, and that's in just a year's time. And she is the reason I am able to walk and talk to this day. The doctors, there's no documentation that proves any of this. I can just tell you that I know that this is what's worked for me because the medications didn't work, the nerve stimulators didn't work, the surgeries didn't help. This is the only thing that has helped me. So I have been working pretty much every week on my fascia for almost two years. All I've done is study fascia. I've gotten to the point that I have my own Ashley Black tools and I work on my fascia in the shower every day for aesthetic purposes. Just because I've, I, when I learned that wrinkles and cellulite were damaged to fascia, I said, I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm going to see what I can do for myself. Then I started working on releasing my own pain and, and getting rid of wrinkles and taking care of the dent the horrible dent that's in my left butt cheek from the fall that I had in 1989 and the canoe incident from 1989 where my fascia was, or just, it was chopped on my thigh. So it was a lump of cellulite, a dent, and then another lump of cellulite, and then a dent. So I've been working on the aesthetic parts myself. And I'm shocked at the difference that's being made to my body. I knew that there was more to this EDS thing than what has been happening to my body. I just didn't expect it to all come crashing down so quickly. It's been one thing after another. I've had this stuff all my life, but now for some reason it's just decided to just manifest and become even worse. POTS, MACS, the dysautonomias, the neurodiver- just everything. All of these things have just gotten worse. And because the last physical therapist had me do the pelvic bridges and it messed me up and, and set me back, I've been afraid to do any of the corrective exercises that I was taught. So I've been doing nothing but working on my fascia for the past couple of months, trying to get back to where I can get into the water therapy 
I need to do that. And I thankfully, hopefully have found a therapist that went to the Postural Restoration Institution and actually is certified through them to help me. And she specializes in hypermobility. That's what she says. And she says she can help me. So I'm holding out for that. But I feel like such an idiot because I, I, I have pushed myself to do one more load of laundry. I've pushed myself to do another dish. I've pushed myself to go to the store. And every time I keep pushing myself, I keep setting myself back. Because I couldn't do the interviews today, I feel like I let down individuals that were ready to tell their story. This podcast has become a big commitment for me. It's become a big deal to me. It meant a lot to me in the beginning. It means even more to me. Now, do you hear my stomach grumbling? It's starting to grumble. I've got to add eating to my list. That's just it. I can't get my self together enough in a day and I keep adding more stuff to it I have to learn how to hold my head better I have to learn how to walk properly problem is I have to be shown directly with someone I have to be working with somebody one on one I need somebody to flat out tell me I'm holding my neck wrong. I know that I'm I'm doing something improperly. I just can't seem to fix it. I need somebody to actually work with me. And today, I got myself to the doctor. I had to go for blood work and for Dr. Jones, you know, my favorite doctor, for him to, to check on me because he provides me with my medication. And he said, I see you're in your neck collar and you don't sound too good because it was earlier this morning and my voice was gone. I had no air, no voice. He said, are you up to us taking some blood? I said, yes, sir. And he said, you realize that my stomach is really grumbling. I, I need to eat, eat, Christy, eat. He said, Christy, you need to take a step back and allow your body time to heal. He said, I know you know all this stuff. He said, I know you do your podcast. He said, I know you're telling everybody that, that you know, you work on your fascia, you have to let it heal because now you've got blood flowing to places. He says, you need to take your own advice. I said, yes, sir, you're right. And then he told me about the trip that he took with his family last month. And I said, you know, I don't have stories like that to share anymore. The last time we went anywhere was 2017. My body started going downhill. And it wasn't that my body was so bad. We just got busy in life. And then COVID. And then my body. And then we are where we are right now so every time I don't listen to my body and I stay up a little bit longer just to try to do the laundry 
so I feel like I've been a productive member of the family. I'm setting myself further back. And then that's taking away memories that I could be creating with my family because I'm just too darn stubborn. So now I'm trying to listen and lie down flat and get my neck in the proper position. I need to figure out why and how to manage this brain fog. I can't let myself be disappointed with myself. I was just talking to a friend today and she was explaining to me because she asked me to send her a picture how I was sitting down with my neck. And she says, Christy, you're turtling your neck. So I was pushing my neck forward, lying down, thinking I was propping it up appropriately, making things better for myself. She said, you're actually putting wear and tear on muscles that you're not supposed to be using at the moment and holding my phone a certain way and everything like that. I, I can't tell you how many times I've dropped my phone on my face and that hurts. I've got a, <laughs> a big phone and I'm knocking myself in the head because I'm trying to keep up with the welcome notes for the for the groups and trying to keep up with paperwork because I do my husband's uh, business paperwork and everything and the phone hurts when it comes dropping on your head. So I have a thing that'll hold it. I need to start accepting and that's my problem. I am my own worst enemy. I just thought, get out of pain, I'm good to go. I never had all of these problems with pots. and I mean, I was allergic to things. when I After I had my son, food that I couldn't eat during pregnancy, I mean, I, I continued. I couldn't eat chocolate. I couldn't eat pizza, steak, chicken. I just now, it's going on 15 and a half years, am able to start adding hamburger back into my meal. I've been on a steady diet of like chicken and seafood since my son was born, since I was pregnant. Couldn't drink water. I was able to finally go back to drinking water, but I just couldn't eat foods, certain foods. My body just reacted crazy to things. I was, you know, taking BC powders like crazy, just popping them in my mouth until one day I couldn't do that anymore because I was allergic to them. Just all of a sudden, I became allergic to medications. Now we have reasons and answers as to why. I mean, there's really no answer and reason as to why my body should like all of a sudden become allergic to aspirin. But now they attribute everything to the to the H-E-D-S. There we go. They attribute everything to that. See, now I'm starting, I'm getting excited and my body's getting a little cold and I'm starting to spasm a little bit. My jaw, I'm starting to have a little difficult time talking. And as I'm running down the list of things that I have to do that I haven't done, I'm starting to feel my body tense up. I'm starting to feel overwhelmed and that affects our body as well. 
I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't keep up with my commitments and do my scheduled interviews. So I am trying really hard to get my body back into manageable shape. I need to focus and realize that it's not just releasing the fascial adhesions that's going to get me better. I need to hopefully get these exercises from my new therapist and get my rear end in the water and start doing my hydrotherapy, my aqua therapy, like I was trying to do before. When I was trying to implement all these exercises before, my fascia got in the way, literally. I couldn't do neck exercises because it would it would move the adhesions and the one that got so bad with the neck exercises that I was doing with my first EDSPT, I did a neck exercise just slowly lifting my neck up from the floor up just a little bit. A fascial adhesion attached between my shoulder blade and my spine and it was attaching to the nerves of my lung and it was making it impossible for me to breathe and depending on what position my body was in, I would start having muscle spasms. I was hitting my husband going down the road because my left arm was just going crazy. He would have to hold my arm down. We'd be lying in bed and he would have to hold my legs down. The fascial adhesions were, were putting me into spasms. So as I am releasing these adhesions, I haven't been able to take care of my body and start strengthening it because every person that I've been with so far has given me an exercise that has messed me up. Pilates had me do a pull-down standing up exercise that popped my rib out. The latest physical therapist had me do the pelvic bridges that popped my pelvis out. So I'm really hoping that I have been hurt enough by enough physical therapists and I have learned enough about my body that when I go see this next therapist, I'll be able to say, nope, I can't do that. That's not good for my body or I'll be able to feel that connection. And that's what's so sad is that we have to learn and educate ourselves so much about this illness in order to get better. Now that I know I can't do neck exercises, I won't be doing those. When I went to this last therapist, I was like, I can do these things, but I can't do the neck exercises. So I thought we were good to go. And then it just happened to be the bridging that took me out this go around. So now I enter into my new therapist relationship, knowing that I can't really do the neck exercises and I can't do the bridges. What else are you going to show me? I desperately need help putting myself in proper posture. I need to dedicate myself to healing. I've said this before, but I 
got out of that mindset because sadly, when you're in so, for me, for me, when I'm in so much pain, all I can focus on is getting out of the pain. And because this is an invisible illness and because I am my own worst enemy, I forget that my body isn't in proper posture and that when I get up and jump out of bed and I'm ready to go do something, that I can't tell that my neck is pulling forward. I can't tell that I'm not walking properly heel, toe, heel, toe. I'm just so darn excited to be out of pain that I totally left all of that part of healing with the EDS by the wayside. And I feel like an idiot. I'm so overwhelmed with trying to keep up with my husband's schedule, my son's schedule, the interviews that I've got set, trying to to make sure that I get people that are requesting to join the groups in as quickly as possible because I know when you're desperately seeking support, how lost you feel waiting while it just says pending, pending, pending. So I am allowing myself to be overwhelmed and I am so mad at myself and I feel like I've set myself back so far because the whole time I was trying to get my body back into condition from the bridging incident, I totally just forgot about all of the things that I have learned for the past couple of months about my posture. So now I have to restart it all over again. This is a truly vicious cycle. The fact that I just can't get up and put a load of laundry in the wash or take a shower without worrying about it getting too hot. The fact that I have to think about every single step I take and I have to worry if I step in uneven yard area when I'm outside. The fact that I have to think of all of these things I don't know about you, but it's hard as heck for me. I'm doing the very best I can. And I was just so proud of getting out of pain. I forgot everything else that I know. My other friend is talking about how she has to do 30 minutes a day and she's trying to do exercises, but exercising not the regular way. She's talking about clearing off the table and how she has to do things in order to get her body moving so she can try and lose weight because she can't lose weight the regular way. And how she had to work her way back in five minutes a week doing exercises. I forgot all of that just because I was so happy to be rid of pain. That's what's so frustrating about this illness. And it's so maddening to me because I take a step forward and then I feel like I take 50 steps back. 
And all I'm doing is a disservice to myself, my family, and now to the wonderful people that are kind enough to come on and tell their story. So you've heard it here. I plan on listening to myself by not listening to myself. I've been a total idiot. A total idiot. Have I eaten today? Yeah, I had some bites of coleslaw and a piece of toast. It's not something I think about. Is my body going to get better because I'm not eating? Heck no. So, I am going to have to do things as simple as write a note. Eat today. Rest today. I could only be up for so many minutes, and then I have to sit down for so many minutes. It's pathetic, I feel, that it's gotten to that point. Because you see, in, in, for me, the pain can be so overwhelming, and it's all-consuming, and it takes everything out of you to live with the pain every single minute of the day. That when you start getting relief, you forget that you can't just take a step like regular people because your body's not taking a full breath. You have to remember, you have to teach yourself how to breathe again. You have to, oh yeah, my eyes, my eyes are so dry, I don't blink properly. So the eye doctor tells me I have to work on my blinking as well. So everyday activities that are just supposed to happen randomly with your body don't happen randomly for me. I don't blink properly. I don't breathe properly. I don't think I've taken a breath in I don't know how long. So here I go, breath. I've got to eat. My husband just walked in. He's going to have dinner, and, and we're going to have dinner now. So I've got to go because I've got to go make myself eat. You get consumed with the pain you get consumed with a little bit of relief. Then you forget all the things that your body doesn't do on its own. And you have to start taking it seriously. So that's what I'm doing. I am going to eat. I'm going to rest. And I plan on waking up tomorrow and being in a, a little bit better shape. I'm going to take advantage of my husband being off. And I am not going to force myself up to do anything. It's one of my hardest things to do. It's like being a lady of leisure. And I want to get up and live. I want to get up and do things. But I'm not going to be able to get up and do it if I don't sit down and not do it. So that is my intention I am going to focus on doing the things that my body isn't doing. As you can tell, my voice is starting to go down. And then I am going to set my exercise regimen once I meet my new therapist. And I'm going to go ahead and join the YMCA and start doing my water walking. It's time that I get my head back into the game. I hope your day is going well. I hope your pain is manageable. And if you're a little bit lost, 
I hope you, I hope maybe I've helped you feel not so lost, maybe not so alone. We've got some great interviews coming up, so stay tuned. Stick with me. I appreciate you being here each and every day. So now I'm going to eat. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.